Come pour your tea with the black sea pot. That was my bop of the week, honey. That is Hard Place by her. H-E-R. I love her. Get into that song. I don't, I'm not sure how old that song is, but ran across it on YouTube, and I've been vibing to it all week. It's a whole vibe. Um, it's crazy how music can put you in a different state of mind whenever you're feeling a type of way. I love music. Um, I hope y'all are good. Thank y'all for coming back for episode 34. So, what I do this week? I this this week was a good work week. I got through it. Um, this weekend on Friday, I hung out with my usuals, had some drinks. Um, Saturday, I did nothing. Um, I was gonna hang out with Ryan Christopher Saturday, but. It started raining and shit And wasn't nobody out So Um We were supposed to link back up on Sunday But I did an interview And the interview that you all will be getting today Is gonna be sickening I'm sure you already know who it's with After you see the um Title of this Um episode Oh and let me remind y'all All this shit is alleged don't at me because y'all know I got time. I don't know why y'all keep coming back, but I greatly appreciate it. Um, but yeah, this weekend was good. Um, I didn't do a whole lot. I'm trying to save a little money instead of drinking and um, going out all the time, I'm trying to chill. I did say that I wasn't going to do shit this weekend, but I totally didn't do that. But I digress. Um, so let me tell y'all about this new boy. Bitch. I started conversing with this new guy um, last weekend, and I mean, like I said, we a weekend, and I'm like already out the dough, and we got it, I got into it with him early today, and um, he's just really negative, and I, I haven't snapped what I did finally snap. Um, the last time I spoke with him, I did go off. That was this morning. Um, he's just he, he but he told me in the beginning that he always looks at stuff um, from a negative perspective because he's used to stuff just blowing up in his face and I ain't take it literal I just thought he you know be going through some shit sometimes I didn't know like every literally every situation he looks at in a negative way and compares me to other men Listen, it's one thing you can do to me, and that is um, compare me and categorize me with some other gays and some other punks, and that would piss me the fuck off. I cannot stand that. So he definitely has been doing that a lot, and it has really pissed me off, and I did just recently tell him by himself, 
and I don't think we're gonna be talking again, but we might. But I was liking him, and he also told me something else that really shook my spirit. But I don't like to just cancel people out for a flaw, and at least he told me I look at it from like at least he told me from the jump you know at least he told me this flaw from the beginning and didn't have me figure it out later on because he didn't owe me that he didn't have to tell me that and we only been talking for a week he didn't have to tell me what he told me but he did tell me that he was he liked a certain type of drug that I didn't approve of because I was in a previous relationship with someone who did this drug and it really fucked with me because I was getting all of the hallucinations and all of everything else that came with them coming down off this drug and it was just really scary for me so I was already side-eyeing this situation from the get-go and it was just a whole lot but like I said I was I be trying to look at the the better part of a situation I try to look at it like oh well at least he told me because that, that shows me that he's honest because he didn't have to tell me that shit long story short like I said I cussed him out a little while ago and I just don't know but he's really handsome um I hate that people are addicted to this drug I mean it's uh it kills me but um I just if you out there dating like oh be 100 with people but stop looking at every situation because this really made me look at myself and be like I don't want to look like this I don't want to every time somebody takes me I'm looking at the dark side of the situation opposed to the positive side like be positive like think think on the bright side honestly because it's so it puts a bad taste in a lot of people's mouth whenever you look at stuff and be like I find the bad in everything that somebody approach you with it's just really it's it's really unattractive so yeah that was a little message for you motherfuckers um like i said it's episode 34 thank y'all for coming um i i'm gonna do everything backwards again today because i have another interview and i'm excited about this interview i'm super excited um so right now we're gonna jump into um the chats bka aka the church announcements where we do what we govern ourselves accordingly so we are in Pour My Tea, honey. Um, I got a few chats. I'm going to run down real quick so we can jump into this great-ass interview that's coming up. So first, on my list, this is from a couple of weeks ago. They renamed um, A Road in Brooklyn. Um, they named it to Christopher Chris, ugh, Christopher Wallace Way. And that's, um, as y'all know, that's the Notorious B.I.G. Um, that's his name. It's a uh, um, street that's in his hood that he grew up in. So shout out to that. That is a big moment. I saw his mom out, Kim, and a lot of other people who were close to him um, were out for that um, celebration that they had for the renaming that road. Um, I know y'all probably already know. Yeah, Miami done announced that she's motherfucking pregnant. So I'm assuming it ain't no act up some honey because she ain't gonna do too much of nothing. But I mean, from her concerts and her pictures, you could kind of tell that she was pregnant. It was just a matter of time until she told it. So she finally released that she was pregnant, honey. Congrats to her. Um, girl, Kamora Lee makes an um, Instagram post 
for her daughter's birthday and announces her partnership with Forever 21. It's no shade. I like Forever 21, but the quality of clothes, like, it's terrible to me. Um, I feel like you, that's the only one-time thing. Like, I feel like you can wear Forever 21 clothes one time and watch it, and then it's, like, done. I just don't really like Forever 21 clothing. I'm an H&M girl. Um, so that's what's up for Baby Fat making a, um, making a comeback. I remember y'all hoes used to walk around with them, um, puffer jackets with the hood, with the fur around the, um, hood. And that little, um, rhinestone, so that cat on the back. Bitch, that's that legendary jacket, bitch. Um, let's move on to My Little Pony, set to introduce his first same-sex couple and upcoming episode. I don't know shit about My Little Pony, but I just thought that was some information that y'all needed to know. How progressive that, um, LGBTQIA is becoming shout out to um everyone who's making something um same sex introducing kids young to um homosexuality letting them know that it's not any i mean it's not nothing bad it's not anything worse than what y'all motherfuckers straight motherfuckers out here doing um i don't feel like it's pushing sometimes i feel like it's um when we when people when companies do stuff they're pushing the agenda but other times it's kind of like I look at it as if at least they're introducing it to them earlier. That way, they'll think that they'll know that it's okay to be this way. And once they do get introduced to it in real life, it won't turn into a, them bullying a situation because it's not the way everyone else lives their lives. And it and then that also cuts down on suicide rates for kids that are being bullied for um, liking what they like. So. I just feel like it's gonna help us opposed to hinder us. So that's what's up. Um, so Nicki Minaj dropped her, um, she did a snippet last week of Megatron, and she also released the video and the song on midnight, Friday morning, I think. Um, listen, it take me a minute to get hip to a song. It take me a minute to really start liking it. So maybe it's gonna take me some time. Cause I'm not a fan. <laughs> um, shout out to her though. Um, I'm glad she's back. She's looking good. She looked like she lost weight. She looks amazing. I. She also did um, Queen Radio that I did not get to listen to because I was with family on Friday when she did it, and um, I wasn't able to tune in. But she has posted it, so I can go back and listen to it. The only thing is, the motherfucker is four hours long, bitch. So it's going to take me some time. I'll listen to it throughout the week at work, and I'll probably talk more about it next week. I heard she released that she was pregnant and something else and something else. So I get all them chats this week, honey, and I'll have them back for y'all next week. But, yeah, shout out to the queen. Um, her and, her and um, Trina also dropped a song that I like. It's called Babs. It's a dope little bop, girl. I mean, I live for Trina. Trina dropped her project, I think, Thursday. And I got into it, but like I said, y'all, when stuff first hit, the, hit, first hit, I don't really be feeling it. It take me a minute to get into it. I have to listen to it a couple of times. So shout out to Trina, though. Shout out to Trina and Nikki. Those are two queens two of my favorite artists um they out here still getting it in it's a great time for um female rap because i mean city girls popping cash doll popping dreezy popping nikki 
um, Trina, the legends. Like, it's a good time for female rap. Um, Megan Thee Stallion is out here. Um, like, it's just a lot of girls, a lot of the, the, cause it, cause if y'all know, female rap kind of died for a little second, bitch, but it's back. No shade. And they are serving, honey. And I live for it cause I love me some female rap. I love me some female R&B. I just love it. I love it all. Anything female, I love. Um, so shout out to them. Um. Kim K had a press conference and stated she's doing a ride share partnership with Lyft and it's um, for former inmates. It's free rides for them to their interviews. She said that she has been doing this prison reform thing and trying to fix um, things that are going on with the inmates. And she said the main thing that inmates were concerned about was finding a new job, getting a ride to those jobs. Um, Excuse me, and getting a ride to those jobs. So, regardless of what you feel about Kim, she's out here doing the work. She is actually out here putting forth effort to help inmates, to help people get out of prison that were um, given these long ass um, trial things. And I mean, she's doing the work. She's putting them her money where her mouth is. So, regardless of how you feel about her, you can't blame her because she is out here doing it. Um. So, Nevada is the first state to ban employee drug, drug tests for um, for weed. Talking about evolution, honey. Let's get these laws in, in order. I mean, because weed ain't out here killing nobody. Alcohol out here killing people, from what I've read from the Dominican Republic. Alcohol out here killing people. Cigarettes, damn show out here giving people lung cancer, killing them. But what has what 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 reports of we of of someone dying from weed do we have? Start banning the shit that's killing us, not the shit that's helping us. We help you, shit. I feel like, um, but too much of anything is not good. So do it in moderation. Um. Arizona Arizona police um, I have a, a clip that I'm gonna let you all hear um, um, the Arizona uh, let me let y'all hear this clip first it's a family um, a daughter they were in a Dollar Tree or a Dollar General or something like that and a daughter walked out with a doll so she stole it And you know sometimes your kids can just pick stuff up and you not even notice until you all get in the car. It was a fucking doll and she was at the Dollar Tree. Mind you, Dollar Tree did not even call the police. It was like a, a bystander that called the police that saw the baby ride out. I mean, walk out with the doll. And they had got to their next destination. And this is what happened. Hold on. The mayor in Phoenix, and I'm sure you guys saw this video over the weekend. A family was in the dollar store, and this was last month. And oh, I've seen that, yeah. Yes, Drayvon Ames and Aisha Harper are the parents. They were in there with their two kids, and apparently their four-year-old must have stolen a doll. And then when they left, they left the store, they pulled into an apartment complex, they were dropping their daughter off at a babysitter, and that's when an officer started banging on the window. Here's how it went. Right now. I'm gonna f- 
a five-month-old baby in her arms and he was like put the baby down the baby couldn't walk so why would she put her baby on the ground it's just did you and, and then the fact that y'all heard how they were he was the officer was talking about them talking to them get out the fucking car they had the hood um the boyfriend husband on the ground just like they really committed a murder or something it, it's crazy how serious they take their job and i mean you supposed to take your job serious especially when you are um in law enforcement i get it but bruh, it was a four-year-old child that took a doll out of a Dollar General. But y'all know what this go back to, black and white, because if it was a white motherfucker bitch, they wouldn't have did that type. They wouldn't have handled them that way. Um, beating on their window and shit, like, I just think some stuff is not called for. It's, it's the way you approach things, it's the way you handle the situation. You could approach them in a nice way and was like, hey... It was reported that your daughter stole from the Dollar General, and I don't know if you noticed or not, because I'm sure they, if they was going to steal anything, why would it be a doll? You know, if the parents were up to something, so they made it definitely seem like it was the parents up to something, like like they had murdered somebody, like how they were speaking to them, like they had been wanted and they finally found somebody, like, girl, chill out, motherfucker chill the fuck out like that shit is not that deep and I, I don't understand why officers continue to treat people this way and they know in the climate that we live in we recording every motherfucking thing so with that recording being released and um them having that evidence um um the state of arizona precinct um says that they were um their the top dog or whoever whatever his title is says that they will they will wear body body worn cameras by august bitch i thought they was always supposed to already supposed to be wearing body cameras um and jay-z's rock nation offers legal support to this family after seeing this um the couple is asking for 10 million dollars from the city of phoenix and i hope they get every dime of that coin because that was absolutely it was it was just too much it was too much like i said it's a way to approach people and it's a way to handle things and it can have a much better outcome moving on so bitch shout out to my people post has been renewed for another season honey shout out to them i am so happy for my people this show has really opened the eyes to a, a lot of a lot of things that needs to be seen and talked about that really hasn't been talked about in our community so shout out to pose yes okay it's been said that um Nas um, is releasing his first kids book and the title of the book is called I Know I Can um, this is supposed to be the first of a series of books so that's good shout out to uh, our black and brown people putting out books for us for us by us fubu <laughs> but shout out to Nas doing the work um, moving on so I know y'all have heard about the When They See Us um, series on Netflix well it was named the most watched Netflix series in the US shout out to our people again honey I'm so proud of us let's keep let's keep doing this black and brown um 
So um, happy belated Juneteenth, I shall say. Um, speaking of Juneteenth, um, Juneteenth was named a state holiday on June 19th in Pennsylvania. This needs to be worldwide. I mean, because why? Black and brown. <laughs> Moving on. Congratulations to Janet Mox. She lands a three-year multi, um, a three-year multi-year, multi-million-dollar deal with Netflix to develop content. becomes the, She becomes the first trans woman with a overall studio deal. Um, the first out transgender woman to sign a major um, with a major studio. Um, this deal will allow uh, Janet to highlight her community that has been ignored by Hollywood for years. So shout out to you. My my black and brown and LGBTQIA community is really out here doing the work. Shout out to y'all. Um, Dwayne Wade speaks out about supporting his um, son, his 12-year-old son, Zion, um, in Miami's um, Gay Pride. I know you've seen those videos. I meant that um, the pictures go viral, him and his siblings, and his stepmom, Gabrielle Union, um, supported him in um, the Miami Gay Parade or whatever for Pride. Um, um Wade tells Variety, um, I don't really talk much about, I don't really, I don't really talk about it much because it's Zion's story to tell. Um, he said, I think as a family, we should support each other. That's our job. And that's my job as a father. Uh, and he said, and that's my job as a father is to facilitate their lives and to support them and be behind them in whatever they want to do. Um, when asked if he, um, when asked if he had any advice for parents during Pride Month, um, Wade said, um, asked a question about my kids a lot from sports perspective. He continued, I think um, people expect you to parent each child, each kid the same. They are all different, and I have to get to know them and where they are. I have to say to most parents, get to know your kids. Don't put your wants and needs on them. Shout out to Dwayne Wade. I mean, just just being supportive of your child was a, it spoke volumes to other men who are battling with um, having a gay child or having a child that um, chose the alternate path. Um, it, it, it just encouraged them to support them a little bit more and to show that it is different situations out there for different people. And it is ways to handle your children. Like he said, you cannot handle all your kids the same. If my mama handle all, if my mom and daddy handle all four of my siblings, like all us the same, we would be fucked up because ain't none of us the same. We are all different. We all have different personalities. We all have different likes. So that was a word. That was a word, Dwayne. Shout out to him and Gabrielle Union for being supportive. Um, so y'all know Donald Trump announces that he will be running for a second term. Boo, throw a tomato, bitch, fuck him. Um, XXX Tentacion's manager, y'all know he did pass. I think in Miami, um, he got shot, gunned down. Um, but his manager posted a snippet of a documentary that will be coming out soon. I would love to see that because I want to know more about him because I really didn't know anything about him. Um, Megan Thee Stallion is putting, also putting out a docu documentary by Apple, and that'll be coming out June 25th. That is going to be good because she is hot right now, and I really would like to know more about her as well. Um, like I told y'all, Trina has a new album out. Um, 
She has a song, BAP, so shout out to Trina again. Um, so allegedly, Portia Williams and Dennis has split, but it's said that um, Dennis is still filming um, Real Housewives of Atlanta with her, and they are also co-parenting Pillar, I think that's their little girl name, just fine. So that's good. That's the, at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Is that they're ugh, that they're gonna um, co-parent well. That's that's the end goal. You do want to make sure that you take care of what y'all created. Um, and um, y'all know we've been talking about Wendy for months now. I'm tired of her. I'm ready to leave her in the first six months of 2019. But I did. We did. Um, I did read an article that released exactly why her and her, um, her strange husband and son got into an argument. And it's been said that the word "bitch" was being the word "bitch" was being flown around. So um, I think June, Kevin, if I'm understanding correctly, Kevin Junior called his daddy a bitch. His daddy ran up on him, pointing his finger. Kevin pushed him, and that's how it escalated. Um, like I said, y'all, I'm I'm almost I'm about tired, and I'm ready to leave. Wendy in the first six months of 2019. Moving on, bitch. Loving Hip Hop star Tierra Marie was arrested in New York for driving while intoxicated. Law enforcement sources tell TMZ cops pulled Tierra over early Saturday morning after they saw her coming out of Midtown Tunnel into Queens in a red Dodge Charger, which we're told had sparks shooting up from the vehicle. <laughs> Y'all listen to this shit. As cops pursued, our sources say, officers noticed that the front right wheel was gone and that the bumper was making contact with the ground, creating the sparks. Eventually, real Tierra came to a full stop and cops performed field sobriety tests. It's unclear if she blew into the breathalyzer, but we're told police did note she had trouble maintaining her balance when she exited the vehicle and that she was allegedly reeked of booze she was ultimately arrested and booked for dwi and driving without a license bitch <laughs> now she oh for that now she finna have another bill i don't even i'm not sure if she paid 50 back yet but bitch Say it ain't so. I know she went out here driving without no goddamn wheel on her car, bitch. What was she drinking? She been drinking that shit they been serving in Dominican Republic. Well, bitch, that's it for pour my tea. We got through that. Um, like I say, email me if y'all have anything y'all want to talk about at black.c.pod at gmail.com. It's been real. Let's jump into this great ass interview. I was trying to hurry up and get through them chats, bitch. Thank y'all for governing y'all selves accordingly. Now let's move on. What's good, y'all? So I told y'all I had a banging interview today, and it is with my one and only my momager. Um, she's always been there for me through everything. I mean, she has always helped me with absolutely everything that I had going on. And I'm gonna bring her online, so let's call Mama. Hey, hey Momager. Hey. hey, baby. How are you? How are you today? I'm good. Welcome to the Black Teapot. Hey, I'm so excited that I get to be interviewed today. It's exciting. Thank you all for supporting my 
Yes, I told them, I said, it's my mom, my momager. It's a, uh, one of the best interviews I think I'm going to have. So, um, Lord Jesus, help us all. <laughs> let's jump into it. How, so, how's life, mom? Life is wonderful. I cannot ask to be in a much better space, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I'm really good with who I am. And, you know, like my daddy used to say, if whoever don't like it, I give a damn. I give okay. a damn. <laughs> I give a damn. Yes. So what is yeah, a... It's um, just cool with me. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And my kids, I'm proud of them. Husband, my mama. Ooh, that, now that's an handful right there, but that's a whole nother show. Oh, my God, it is. She'll <laughs> she wear the hell out of you. <laughs> oh, my wow. goodness. So what's a, um, what's a regular day in mama's shoes? What does a regular day for you look like? So how um speak talking about your brand how what what do you what's your brand that you I know we have J Beck and I know we have um you have Design and Mo so what like what does what does your brand consist of? Uh, designing Mo. Yes. Designing Mo. I am a graphic designer. I um, started many many years ago. I'm pretty much self taught, but then I went back to school to get a degree in it. Still, I was self taught. It's, it's just something you can't teach. Um, I do all types of, gra- you know, gra- anything that you can that can be advertised, put on mm-hmm. anything, T-shirts, whatever. But I have found that, um, and people are going to find this really hard to believe and kind of maybe morbid. But um, I, I, I start. I took on a contract with a local funeral home, and I do their obituaries. And when I tell you I enjoy doing obituaries, it's like I. I'm giving the family that last little piece, that last nugget of their loved one to take with them. And it's not just, you know, a picture slapped on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Each one, it's, you know, I take and I build, I don't take templates from somewhere. I build my own whenever I get the call and who it is. And I got, you know, God, kind of, you know, basically God's man, I'm give, able to give them different things and elements that they didn't. They're like, oh, that, that element of surprise. Right. And that has been something that I really enjoy. And then the adri- drilling and rush behind it because it's like sometimes I have a couple of hours to do it and then, you know, get it printed and everything. That's a, it. It's like it do something to you to like have to hurry up and put this down. And then I know it make you feel good once you do put it down. And the family is just like head over heels yes. about it. Yes, the messages I get, and then just people in public, you know, like, I, I ran into a lady that I had, um, I grew, I went to school with her daughter, and she lived in the street from us, and she hadn't seen her in, you know, a couple of years, and she was like, baby, 
That's a good feeling. That's a good feeling. And you know the older women, um, the older people, they always got something to say about something. They don't really ever compliment. But I've heard a lot of, like, elders talk about your work. And I'm like, that is what's up. My mama is doing it out here. could have did this and i could have did this and that could have been different but it's just like that's what's up i know you love that that's good it feels so good to find um to fall in like fall in love with something that you actually love to do because it'll never be like work for you it's just always your creative juices flowing and it's just natural absolutely absolutely um so on my um t- you know on the um podcast I talk a lot about mental health. So how do you um how's your mental health? How do you deal with depression and anxiety? Well, my mental health I'm in a very good place. Um I try to stay in a good place. You know, you have dark times mm-hmm. but one of the things I don't do, I don't absorb things. Um I'll go through it but I don't let it I don't let it go through me where I'm just where I sit on it. Uh-huh. Most of my life, you know, most people anybody most people most of my friends my family say I don't talk about stuff. If I talk about it, it has really, it has to really have bothered and agitated me because I just said, you know, one of the things I say is, you know, I don't look at everybody and say they should deal with the way that I do. I deal with things the way I do. Right. And I look at it like, okay, good, bad, or otherwise, what you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. Me walking around dwelling in it and moping about it and, um, being depressed about it, is it going to change? How am I going to change it? You know, and then, you know, I just move with the universe. Okay, what if, hey, I it ain't nothing I can do about this. So I'm just going to keep on moving. And the things that I can, and, you know, pretty much the universe will line, line itself up. Mm-hmm. And you deal with it, you know, you just move accordingly. And then just, you know, I I try to, and then one, one of the things, like raising four children that are very, very, very different. Mm-hmm. That right, that shit right there can can depress you with some of the challenges you go through, mm-hmm. and, you know, and watching them, their struggles, and watching them, you know, I, what I, I just said, you know, God, let your will be done, you know, and, it, and and I asked him for the words so that I'm not, it's not me speaking, it's him speaking, and whenever I'm supposed to say something, I say something, sometimes I just have to sit back and be like, mm-hmm, yeah, baby, I hope all right so that i don't absorb it in it because i'll take on a whole lot of pressures that aren't mine and even with friends I'll, i have you know uh, one of the things is i can't i'm not just a sit up and keep listening to you say that same thing because you'll start absorbing their problems mm-hmm. that shit jump off on you you honey you know i can be that all the time and you're taking on somebody else's problem you ain't never been in that situation so what the hell are you talking about I remember when you were younger, you would take on other people's situations. When the hell have you struggled? Mm-hmm. But, okay, you struggled to buy your toiletries? Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> okay, you had to keep that room clean and keep that car clean by your toiletries, and then you wanted to be grown and go get your own phone. So, hey, you had to pay that telephone bill, but you know, hey, what? We'll take on 
other people's struggles, depressions, and everything else. And so I try to, my dad used to say, mind your own damn business. So that's one of the biggest things that helped me. I mind my own damn business. And so I don't take on a whole, you know, a lot of some stressors come from outside forces. Yeah, yeah. It's A lot of times when we do get in a, a funk it's really not even our situation it could be somebody else's situation that you're taking on so that does make a lot of sense and i have had uh-huh. to uh if it's if the energy isn't right i kind of cut it short i don't just like leave that person hanging but i do try to ease my way out of it because i have learned that that stuff can jump off on you and you can feel those effects of how they feeling and you're not even in that situation so i just you have to pray you have to pray for them that's all i can do and some battles just aren't yours, honey. Mm-hmm. I don't like, I'm not putting, God don't need me putting my ingredients in his soup. He has the perfect recipe. Ooh, okay. yes. Now that's, a, now, that's a lesson right there. Uh-huh, message, <laughs> message. Um, so let's jump, you know, this month is the, uh, is gay pride month. Let's jump into the gay shit. Let's, um, I just really wanted to get somebody who was close to me that has been with me my entire life and just, just to see the differences in raising, um, me, cause I'm the only one of your kids that is this way. And, um, I, I know Dwayne Wade, Dwayne Wade did an interview and, they were asking him about supporting his gay son at the Miami Pride and his siblings, his um, other children went to support the son and his stepmom, Gabrielle Union, took him to support. And he was like, that's not my story to tell. That's for his, I, He don't speak on it because that's for his son to tell. And he was like, but he, the thing is, you can't treat all of your kids the same because you have to get to know them individually and and and." Try your best to bring them up the best way that you know how, because you don't. He's not like that, so he wouldn't know much about it. But all he can do is get to know who his child is, and you've got to know who I was. So I just want them to know exactly like how the difference is with raising me and how it was bringing me up. Okay, um, as one thing you said that all children different, but one thing that we did, we we, we raised you all the same and with core values, those mm-hmm. same core values being respectful, all those good things. So that that's that's the main thing. Um now I knew you were um that you 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 were on the other side, on the other team from mm-hmm. the time, you know, pretty much you came in the world because baby, you always you your eyes were always attracted to the things that women do. Mm-hmm. Their nails, their toes, the way they carry themselves, their fashion, their hair. Mm-hmm. Not saying that that's homosexual, but your mannerisms and just, it was just, you know, it was just something, the energy, it just, you know, I, you know, something just told me, you know, that, that discernment. But I, I pretty much just let you be, be who you are because, you know, we've been as, um, People of color, black people for, for me, because that's all I know, um, we put ourselves in this box as a, um, and I didn't want to put any of my children in this box that we had been put in, mm-hmm. and where you have to be a certain type of person to be happy, successful, and uh, I'm not going to say religious, but a spiritual person, spiritual being, um, you had to be in a certain little box, and what I wanted, my I wanted because I, I always felt like I was being, I was suppressed because I couldn't just be who I am mm-hmm. because they want you to be just like this, walk like this, talk like this. Yeah. Sometimes I sometimes I want to use 
be honest, but it doesn't mean that I'm not intelligent. Right. Or I didn't want to, you know, you want to um, cut, you know, go against the grain with your fashion. But because I go against the grain with my fashion doesn't mean that I'm not intelligent. I'm not successful. I'm not happy. I don't I don't have any. I'm not, you know, spirituality is not there, whatever. But I did not want my children to be in a box. So I let you be who you are. Yeah, we had the hopes and dreams of you, you know, one day getting married. No, there was this little pretty little redhead. You know, I watched um, white people move, uh, you know, because that's pretty much what we're around. And they, mm-hmm. they they set their kids up in kindergarten. They have their, you know, Sally and um, and Johnny. Mm-hmm. They have them set up in kindergarten yeah. to get married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how it is. So I had, uh, I had already picked out this little cute little redhead. I said, ooh, I'm going to have me some. Pretty little grandbabies. Oh, that was so pretty. And I liked the family, too. And I was like, and I said, and you know, deep, deep down inside, I was like, shit, my child's not going to have no kid unless he a dog. Uh, <laughs> it'll be and a dog. Woo, and then I had, there's a little girl you dated. And I was like, ooh, yes. Derek was like, you ask if she come out. I was like, yes. Y'all want to go, yes. go and close that door. Go in there and close the door. <laughs> oh my God, no. It, it never works. It. <laughs> but no, was, you know, but just let you be who you are and let mm-hmm. you um, come into your own because whether you're gay or straight, if you have those core values, you're a good person, you do what you're supposed to do, you, um, you believe in something greater, higher than you, mm-hmm. you're going to be fine. And then, you know, you have to answer to that on the other side, not me. Right, right. That go back to and dealing with somebody else's. That go back to you saying de- uh, when dealing with somebody else's stuff. That's something between me and God that we gonna have to deal with whenever it's that, that time. Ain't none of, that, that ain't none of my business. Now, what I did, um, what where what where being home, home, but it had it wasn't even that it was being black and homosexual. Number one, being a young, being a black man. Period. Is scary for a parent. Yeah. When one thing, the way that I describe it, I've had white friends ask, "Why do you all? Why are you harder on your kids or whatever?" I. This is how I explain it. Number one, when we find out we're pregnant, it's oh, okay, and then you begin to pray. Mm-hmm. Now, when they they get pregnant, they're like, "Oh gosh, we're gonna have a boy and girl." Blah 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 blah. Just completely in celebration, we go into prayer mode. Mm-hmm. Then you, man. Then you find out it's a boy. You like, not- oh my goodness, the name is gonna go on, blah blah blah. And then you like, oh God, Lord, let them see my my face, see you in them mm-hmm. before you see the color of their skin. Yeah, and the and de- and determine who they are because no matter how well dressed you are, how well groomed you are, how well you speak, how respectable. There are people on this earth that do that still think that you are someone that's going to do bodily harm yeah. and that are going to hate you, and especially being a male. Now, adding on that you're a black male and you're homosexual, oh God, help me. That's two uh, two strikes already against you. And it has nothing against who you against you. It's the world and how the world sees people and then how they want to harm people mm-hmm. so it has nothing to do with 
homosexuality or being black. It's other people and how they are mean and malicious and want to do Bob the Heart because you're different. Yep. Yep. That is absolutely right. Last night I encountered a situation where I did the right thing, but this was also a black man and he was calling me he was it, me and my friend he was like I'm just sick of y'all faggots sick of y'all gays so I understand it's not even the other race that can go against us it's our own people that are still treat uh LGBTQIA people different and make them feel like they don't belong here I don't fit but I never felt that in our hometown and um, in my family I'm and I'm grateful for that I have never felt that way and and, and I know people could have I could have probably even in in our family I feel like me being the first of uh the first one that was out in our immediate family to do this I feel like you laid the ground and let and was like, look, he gonna be who he wanna be. Don't try to roughing him up, ma- uh, you know, masculine him up. It let my child be who he wanted to be, and that that's you like laid the foundation for that, and it just changed so many people's outlook on it in our family to where it's like, damn, this this is the same person. It's just what he likes. So I appreciate that. So let me ask you this: Were you ever disappointed about having a gay son? No, and I remember one time you were in your feelings because I was I was a little mm, with you. Mm-hmm. I really didn't have too much to say. I know you're ashamed of me because I'm gay. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. That's, I ain't ashamed of you because you're gay. I'm ashamed of you because your attitude. Mm-hmm. Never had never had a problem with you being gay. Never had a problem. I always said attitude determines a whole lot of things. And you looked at me and you were like, oh. <laughs> right <laughs> like a light switch I, came on yeah i said me your daddy your brothers your sisters uh your uncles grandma granddaddy ain't nobody shaking but that damn attitude has to go that shit right there ain't cute at all now that right there that's why we want to choke your ass it uh-huh. ain't nothing to do with you being switching around being gay don't nobody care about that mm-hmm. it was that damn so, attitude Yes, honey. So, no, I haven't had a problem with you being gay. Just, uh, you know, it is what it is. You have to meet people where they are. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, so, what um, what were some of the challenges raising that were different between raising me and my brother, Bryce? How was that? I know it was completely different. Uh, you know, well, you both, to me... You both played sports and stuff. Mm-hmm. You just wouldn't let nobody play touch your shoes. You didn't, you know, don't touch my shoes. Now you have mm-hmm. a problem with that. But really, nothing because it was just whenever you know I talked to y'all about sex, and I remember one time y'all y'all said, "Oh, Mama was right. We were in the beef rig, um, uh, car." <laughs> and y'all said, and you said, uh, "Oh, Mama, you were right. You can get that stuff in your eyes and your face, and you know, because I said all these." Jesus and stuff. <laughs> but then I had to switch how I taught you about sex. Now look, same thing still apply. Mm-hmm. You still got to use, you know, contraception and all this and being clean, keep yourself checked. You if you go somewhere and it's somebody smell. Everybody have a natural odor, but if you go something wrong down there, somebody mm-hmm. need to get checked. Mm-hmm. So. That's the only thing. It's just that, and then sometimes I call you girl. 
Everybody be like, yeah, girl, just naturally flowing with a conversation. They're like, girl. And it's probably, you know, because, you know, I talk to you uh, a lot anyway. So it's like a natural, we we just talk anyway more just like vibing. friends. Yeah, and it's not, but, you know, we still have that respect. There's still that, that line there mm-hmm. where I, I am your mama. Don't, don't get it twisted. And I will so, whip your ass. You got that, you got it, buddy. <laughs> but I don't think you, you don't cross that line, you know. But, and, you know, I, I, I've always wanted to raise you all that if you can't trust nobody else, you really can't trust everybody. You can't trust folks in the street. But mm-hmm. you know you can trust your family and that we're going to always have your back, good, bad, or ugly. And you don't have to be in the street selling your business and worry about your business being in the street. And you know that whatever we tell you is for the for to better you. It's not going to harm you, whether you listen or not. Mm-hmm. That you know, because we talk like that. So sometimes I'm like, girl, now. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how we be. Hello. Yeah, so that's, that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. Um. So, uh, you answered all my questions. Uh, did for the for the closing, um. What would you like to would you like to know anything about my community or um, any questions or uh, concerns that you would have with my lifestyle? Mm, I mean, you talk a lot about your community, so I feel like I, you know, have gotten uh, gained a lot of knowledge. And then going to your um, visiting your church, I really enjoyed services, you know, and how open and free and it, you know, it the preaching the word. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a, it's a, it's a little different. The, the, is you know the uh, is it from some church? Well, no, it ain't really even different because uh, you got all the home centers everywhere. So and some of just on the down low. I would right. be close and personal with your and be one with yourself and you know hiding. So we're open about it. So it's not a whole lot of questions that I have. And most of the time, if I do have a question, you answer it. You know, without you probably even job. asking. Yeah, it's in our general conversation, so it's not like, oh my gosh, there's a you know some hidden wall or something. Mm-hmm. I would like to meet more of your people that you you know. Now I just like to have that um, that friend find on when you go in somewhere, so I know where, where you at mm-hmm. if you need help or something. Other than that, that's just you know mama bear period. But other than that, no, I you know I like. I would like to, you know, come out with you sometimes to, you know, hang out and be more around the people that you are around. Mm-hmm. But we, you know, we we vibe so so well and so smoothly. It's not it's not like I, there's a there's a whole lot that I don't know. Right, right. But mm-hmm. and then some things you need to keep to yourself that I don't need to know. Right. <laughs> Oh, and it's just all it's always been a good vibe you always make me comfortable with who i am and uh easy to talk to and i appreciate that and i just wanted to get my listeners on so they could see our relationship to see how we mesh and how cool it is and I, uh for i know some people don't this may be like the only 
comforting type motherly love people get like some of the listeners because everybody don't have this relationship with their parent so i just wanted to see how good let people see how good it was and encourage them to get closer to their family or to their mother or whoever is the the head um woman in charge in their life so i appreciate you for coming to the black teapot honey I want to say one thing, Mm -hmm. and it's something that I said. People that, you know, are uncomfortable with their children being gay, you don't have to be comfortable with them being gay, but don't feed them to the wolves. Yeah. Protect them. You don't have to be in agreement with their lifestyle, but still let them know that you love them because there are a lot of murders, a lot of suicide amongst the community and it's because that lack of protection they know that their family loved them but they push them so far away yeah. that they don't feel comfortable coming around being around so they end up communing with people that don't give a damn about them mm-hmm. taking on advice of from people that really don't care about them and they end up in situations that they should not be in. And if they had, you know, that covering that um, someone, you know, to talk to, not necessarily talking about their mate or whatever, but just to see in general life decisions, mm-hmm. I feel like some things would not, a lot of things would not happen. So just, you know, keep your babies covered. Keep, you know, your loved ones covered. Let them know that. I'm not comfortable with your lifestyle, but I love you and I want you around so that we can we won't be saying, oh, woe is me, woulda, coulda, shoulda. Because once they mm-hmm. go, you can't get nobody back. Yeah, that's the damn truth. And I'm going to end with that. I love you. I love and thank you. you for having having me on the show. Of One course. Day we'll, um, I'll have to come back and we just, you know, kiki. And vibe like we normally do. But mm-hmm. I appreciate you. Thank you so much, Momager. I'll, um, once I'm done editing this, I will call you. Okay, baby. Love you. Love you, too. Bye-bye. Bye. Fuck V103. What's up? We are now in the mental note, the last segment. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. What I want to leave you motherfuckers with this week. Friendships do not require a whole lot of energy. Um, if it's not no natural feeling, I like I'm I'm the fuck out. I used to put a lot of energy in in friendships. Um I used to put actually more energy into friendships that I did an actual relationship with um, a guy like if I'm dating or something but now I'm just like bitch I done got so used to migrating and enjoying my own company I don't need no goddamn friends as long as I have my family and still love who I am and able to enjoy my own company I'm good so y'all bitches stop trying to make friendships work what you need to try to make work is a relationship with your family Put that energy towards people who really matter. Because, I mean, friends do matter. But, bitch, if you putting in all this work to maintain it, you let that shit go. Fuck these foes. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed the episode, the interview with my lovely mom. Um, thank y'all for coming and um, enjoying episode 34. I will see you bitches next week. 
uh, follow the podcast on Instagram at Black Tea Pie. Follow me, your host, at It's Adam Chris on Instagram. Um, I'm on I'm Adam Chris on Facebook. Uh, and email me at black.t.pie at gmail.com. I'll see you bitches next week. Bitches next week. Thank y'all for joining, and I love y'all. Until next time, Black Tea Pie.